episode of Vibes! Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K23. I am Momutsi alongside me, the one, the only, Mr. BJ Armstrong. Real name. No gimmicks. Hey. Mo, how you doing? How you doing, Mo? You know what, Mo? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's give Mo a little love. You know, he's, he's had a tough evening. He's had a tough evening. You know, we got to show him a little love. He... You know, I, I called him earlier in the evening uh, and he said no comment. He was speechless. <laughs> and you know how hard it is to get Mo to be speechless? He had nothing to say. So we just sat there on the phone for like five minutes in complete silence. <laughs> so, so it's 6 a.m. again. We're taping a show. I would say the sun's out, but I live in England. So today it's gray clouds and rain. But anyway, a little bit of an existential crisis this morning. I'm thinking, man, how am I going to survive doing this show at 6, 7 a.m. every day for the next two months? And guess what? I said, my OG tells me, Mo, don't tell me your problems. Just find a way. So here we are, 6 a.m. again, finding a way as a depressed Boston Celtics fan breaks down the game for you you know if the Celtics won tonight I would have managed to have a night on Thursday where I actually slept because there would have been no games because the Nuggets and the Suns handle business yet the Celtics couldn't hand up their end of the deal and here we are BJ in what was an embarrassing embarrassing loss for Jason Tatum Marcus Mm. Smart and the Boston Celtics right um Mm. they they you know they kind of look to have it kind of in the back then the Hawks went on a 15 to 1 run um with just two minutes 30 left in the game uh Trey Young played fantastically there was a play down the stretch where he he got fouled on a shot attempt and um, Jason Tatum swatted the ball away technical foul with one minute 40 remaining um and then there was some sloppy turnovers from Smart and from Tatum down the stretch literally just passing the ball mm-hmm. to Hawks defenders Celtics look soft mm-hmm. no effort again Jalen Brown was doing his best to close out the series and so was Rob Williams but the rest of the squad unfortunately weren't there didn't see a lot of Malcolm Brogdon down the stretch I'm not sure why if that's just Joe Mazzula going with matchups but uh, I think he could have done something because Trey Young was cooking tonight and we didn't see a lot of two defenders being thrown at him we saw them living with single coverage no one else from the Hawks was really on like that. So it was an interesting one. The Celtics obviously are going to play the Sixers if they win. And the Sixers are already through and they're resting and getting healthier and getting their legs under them and they're watching these games intently. So the Celtics needed to handle business to be able to get some rest before the next round starts, which would be on Monday. Um, most people expected the Celtics to win this, including the Atlanta Hawks, because they had already booked Janet Jackson to host a concert on Thursday night at the State Farm Arena where the Hawks play, which has now had to be rescheduled because the Hawks Mm. are returning there for game six. So even the Hawks Mm. and the arena they play in didn't believe that they would win this game. Yet Trey Young said, I'm going to drop 38 points. I said in the Discord chat before the game, if you're not in the Discord chat, you've got to get in there because we talk about basketball all night long. I said, are you ready for the best game of Trey Young's season? And he delivered. No DeJounte Murray playing with the lineup he's very familiar with. Bogdan Bogdanovich in the starting lineup. And he delivered with the uh, game-winning three-pointer. He just pulled up and cashed it in. BJ, um, say something that make me less depressed from a Celtics' point of view. Well, I, I, it's nothing I can say. I think you just got to get it out more and you got to move on. You know, th- there's a term in the NBA say, next play. Mo, you got to move on to the next play. You got to move on. Because right now, Mo, you... you you're, you're, you're just down right now. There's nothing you can say... This one hurts you a little bit. You know, it, it, this it, I feel like this one really hurt you, Mo. This one hurt you deep. Yes, it did. Because, you know, last year, the Celtics took you on an incredible ride. I mean, mm. they, 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 an they, emotional they, roller coaster. Yes. But this one, I think, Mo, deep down, you really wanted this one. You want to believe that this isn't the same team from a year ago. It Look is. It you, is. You, you can't even drink your. You can't even drink your water right now. You're, no one saw just, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just spilled I mean, water right now, down you're, my beard. You're, you're a little shaking. Yeah, you're a little shaking right now, Bo. You're a little shaking. So I'm going to take it easy on you, and I'm just going to move on now. But if you move, if you lose the next one, Bo, I, I'm, 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 I'm going. I, I'm, I'm going DefCon on you. I'm, I'm, I'm going. It, was, it just. It was one of those games. 
you know, the only thing is, I don't understand this eight-man rotation. You know, he played Blake Griffin a little bit tonight. Yeah, I don't understand why Blake Griffin. I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand Ron what's Williams going on again. Here. A DNP. I, yeah, do, I, I don't, don't understand know either. I mean, I, I'm really looking at Joe Bazula and, um, you know, down the stretch you can't put it down to coaching because it was the turnovers, the technical foul, X, Y, Z. Sure. Um, I don't know how much Grant Williams pending restricted free agency has to do with it. And they're trying to tank his value. Um, obviously, we didn't even talk about Ime Doka being the head coach in Houston, but I think he could be a player that the Houston Rockets look at. Um, but I have no idea why Grant Williams isn't getting minutes. And especially with Blake Griffin getting in the game ahead of him makes absolutely no sense um, in my mind. Um, given how key he was in the playoffs last season for the Boston Celtics. I'm not understanding that. On the other hand, you know, for the Hawks, they had a they had a great game, you know. Trey Young, thirty eight points. John Collins had twenty two. Broke out of his little slump he had going on, and and they came into Boston and got the win, which does not bode well for the Celtics who have championship aspirations. So, BJ, I say we move to the next game. What do you say? Yeah, I said we move to the next game, but I want to say this. This is what I want to say about the 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 NBA. No more. It's been a long time. Hmm. Well, I shouldn't say a long time, but it, it's been, you know, it, it, it's 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 been a while since I can say this. You know, watching these playoffs, it's very apparent there is no dominant team. It's wide open. It's well, wide well, it, open. You, you know, you're normally, you'll say, this team looks like the favorite. This team is playing their best basketball at this time of the year. Well, there's no dominant team in the NBA. I mean, I don't even know if these are upsets now. These are like <laughs> the the second seed versus the seventh seed. Yeah, I don't know. Is that an upset? You know what I mean? But Mo, it's just kind of like the watching this year. This year, watching this year, the 82 games, you didn't know who was who. Mm. Like, was this a was this a seventh seed, eighth seed? The 10th seed could beat the first seed. Watching the playoffs, Mo, I just can't tell you who's who. I mean, Clippers, Suns, Lakers, Memphis, Warriors, Sacramento. I mean, Mo, this thing is really, really wide open. Watching this Milwaukee-Miami series, Mo, I don't know what's going on, okay? So... You know, Mo, let's see what the next game brings. I mean, there, but we could say this that Denver, Minnesota game, if that's an 8 1 seed, I mean, Mo, like, I don't know what to make of the next game. Yeah, round. let's, let's break down that game. We, like, let's, yeah. let's, before we get to that, the Sixers already threw, but they played against the Nets team that wasn't a playoff team after Kevin Durant left. The, the Celtics struggling against the Hawks. Um, we'll talk about Denver in a second. The Phoenix Suns we'll talk about as well. Um, the the Knicks have actually kind of looked in a weird way like the best team in the playoffs so far up against the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> the Lakers and, and the Grizzlies. The four have been five playing. seed is the best team in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, well, look what are we The Lakers now? and the Memphis I mean, both playing awful. The Bucks lost against the Heat. The Kings and the Warriors in a dogfight. Like it, who knows? But let's talk about this Denver game. It was tied up at halftime. First half, Timberwolves were dominating the rebounding and the points in the paint. Uh, they were getting really easy penetration into the paint as well from their guards. As the Edwards was cooking, you know, third quarter, Bulls scoring a high percentage. Michael Porter Jr. didn't come alive, didn't make a shot until the fourth quarter. Uh, down the stretch, you know, Denver had some some sloppy turnovers as well that kept the game quite close. Cat fouled out, Gobert fouled out in the end, and Jokic delivered in clutch time. But that was against the eight seed. Denver go through, they advanced to the next round, four games to one. Um they're going to meet the Phoenix Suns, who will break down in a sec. But how should the Denver Nuggets be feeling after that series? Well, you know, they advanced. So they got the job done. They should be feeling good about themselves. I think they would agree with what I'm about to say. You know, they didn't look particularly well, and they didn't play their best, their best basketball. However, they played well enough to win. So that's that says a lot about their team. That says a lot about the character of the team. You know, you don't have to play your best to win. You play... You play as well as you need to play to get through that game. So they did that mission accomplished. It's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be interesting in this next round. Clearly, you know, Phoenix, they provide, you know, this, this guy, Devin Booker right now, 
Wow, what are you at? 47, 48? We'll, we'll talk about tonight. that game in a, are we, are we done with Denver? Yeah, but I'm just saying, looking at this next looking at the next round, I mean, they advanced. I I there's nothing you can say. Jokic, Triple Murray again. Yeah, yeah. I mean 17 rebounds, 12 assists, 28 points. Jamal Murray put up 35. Bruce Brown gave them right. 14 off the bench. Uh, they went with a really short rotation as well, but they got the job done. You know, the Timberwolves were really fighting for their lives at the end there. Andy Edwards was doing everything he could. 29 points from him to try and kind of will his team to extend the series. But credit to to Edwards and Timberwolves. I wonder how that series would have gone with the healthy Nas Reed and Jaden McDaniels. But I guess we'll never know. Um, so, yeah, OK, cool. Let's move on to the Phoenix Suns because Devin Booker, I tweeted this just now and I've said it every year. You know, I said it last season when they were the one seed. I said it the season before when they got to the finals. If the Suns want to win it all, Booker has to go from star to superstar, right? And now they've got Kevin Durant. I don't even think he needs to do that, but he has made that jump now from star to superstar with a dominant performance, 47 points in the win to close out the series as the Phoenix Suns took the 136 to 130 lead against the LA Clippers. Credit to the Clippers. Before we talk about the Suns, shout out to the Clippers. Down their two best players in Kawhi and Paul George. They really battled hard. Russell Westbrook didn't have his best game tonight, finishing with only 14 points, three of 18 from the field. It was a bad game. It felt like they were forcing it a little bit. Their assists were way down from, you know, what they would usually expect. Norman Powell played superbly, 27 points. Avisa Zubak did a fantastic job. Uh, 16 and 10 in this one. Batum had 19 off the bench. Plumlee was huge with 20 points off the bench. He was the reason, you know, that they kept getting back into the game. So credit to the Clippers for fighting hard. The players, the coaching staff, you know, them constructing such a deep roster. Um, Because the biggest weakness for the Suns is their depth. But let's talk about it, BJ. Let's talk about the Phoenix Suns. Mm -hmm. Because Devin Booker had a third quarter. We talked about Jimmy Butler's first quarter with 22 points yesterday. In the third quarter, the Clippers scored 24 points on 23% shooting. Devin Booker scored 25 points on 90% shooting in the third quarter Mm. alone. Mm. It was unfathomable what he was doing. You know, throughout the first half, the Clippers, you know, took a nine-point lead at halftime. They put up 70 points in the first half. Um, The Suns switching on defense really gave away a lot of opportunities for offensive rebounds for Zubac and Plumlee and these guys to kind of get on the board. They were, I think, 21 to 5 in terms of second chance points in that first half. Clippers bench 27 to 11 in the first half. But then that Devin Booker explosion, the Suns just cooked in the third quarter. But then going down the stretch in the fourth, the Clippers made a run to make it a one-possession game with under three minutes to go. Suns were turning the ball over. Uh, but, But what's interesting is the Clippers had no turnovers the entire fourth quarter. And then they had three consecutive ones, all three possessions they could have taken the lead. Um, then Clippers were up, Clippers were down six with 15 seconds left, decided not to foul and extend the game. They let the buzzer sound and the Phoenix Suns advanced. How are you looking at the Suns right now? I mean, that third quarter, I mean, you had a 50 point third quarter, bro. I mean, mm-hmm. wow. You know, that, that lets me know. Offensively, they are very, very explosive at what they can do. I mean, DeAndre Aiden, Chris Paul, you know, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker. I mean, that's pretty good. Now, they're going to have to find another player that can play with them that can hold the defense accountable uh, as far as whoever that fifth guy is going to be. You know, if it's one thing that you see is missing is a couple of things. One, who's the backup point guard right now? Uh, they don't have a backup like point guard. Cameron Payne made a little return to action tonight. He got three minutes on the court and he's been out with some injuries. Um, Shama yeah, gets some minutes you know, there, but. Yeah, you, you, I, I want to say who's going to be at the backup point guard. Right now, if one of those guys goes down. I don't know. The, the depth of the team is one thing that I'm not, you know, with the exception of like Okoji, you know, Landry Shamit, Bismack Biombo, those seems to be the, the eight guys that are firmly in the rotation. Listen, However, listen I, I got to say this, right? Biombo, three blocks in 12 minutes. When you look at his, yeah, I mean, his data for the whole series, he's been blocking shots at a rate statistically not seen since Bill Russell in terms of blocks per minute. Yeah, it's unbelievable. He, 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 you know, he, he really is. I mean, he, he you know, sometimes you, you'll find a guy who is just an expert, you know, like, you know, you'll see like, normally you'll see guys who are like three point specialists. 
He's a block specialist. Okay. He anchors the defense in a 12 or 15 minute game and he impact he's an impactful player on the defensive end and the, the rim. The craziest part is he's only six for eight. But yeah. his wingspan is it's what like seven, 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 seven. Yeah, it's the it's it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It, it, so I, I the depth of this team right now is a concern. However, I mean those guys when they play, okay, when I say they play. Those are a lot of minutes. Like you look at Kevin Durant's minutes. I mean, he played what basically 45 minutes. Yeah, 31 points in 45 minutes. Booker, uh, Devin Booker played like 42. 42, yeah. Those are a lot of minutes, Mo. Okay. And and at some point, that's going to take its toll. But you could see this is a very, very potent offensive team. Devin Booker can't be double teamed now because, because Kevin Durant is, you know, he's, you have to keep an eye on him. And he's allowed to play and roam and play free. And when he does that, well, he gets you 45. He got 47 tonight. And but you gotta like it. I, I I don't like the minutes. I don't like the depth of this team. However, I'll, I'll just say what I said from the begin from the get go. If they can find a way to stay healthy, Mo, and they can put together. I mean, this team is capable of putting 50 points up in a quarter. Yep. Now at some point they're gonna have one of these games, Mo, where you're gonna say. Oh my goodness! I mean, well, the, they are they are that good on the offense. The schedule game. is quite favorable to them if in the next round. So Suns Nuggets, we've got game one on Saturday night, game two is on Monday night, and then they don't play again until Friday. And oh, then wow, after nice. that, they play kind of every two two or three days. But that gap between Monday and Friday is going to be absolutely huge. And getting KD yep. in in particular, obviously, because he's still not far removed from returning from injury. So the schedule is kind to them. The concern I have with them is the depth contributions off the bench because Tory Craig offered them nothing starting. Uh, Josh Kogi, he played 33 minutes, gave them 11 points and and some solid defense. Um, you know, he's solid, but the rest of the roster, obviously you've got Biz, um, who's very solid at what he does, but then you've got Aiton, who's going to take up big minutes at the center spot and you can't really play those two together. Aiton had a dominant kind of start to this game, 21 points, 11 rebounds. It was good to see him going out there and getting involved. But the depth kind of concerns me, in particular, at the wing positions. Because KD, mm-hmm. you know, luckily for them, Denver are kind of one of the only teams who don't have that elite wing. They have Michael Porter Jr., right. but that's a wash on defense. Um, they don't have to go up against a Giannis or a Tatum or a Jimmy Butler, where they're going to require Kevin Durant to kind of guard one of these wing guys and, and get involved in that. So that's kind of the blessing of facing Denver in the next round. However, is he what just going to play 45 minutes for the entire series? Because what's their wing depth looking like? Damian Lee coming in? Terrence Ross, can I interest you? TJ Warren, I don't know if he's injured or out of the rotation. But that's my concern is the depth. And also the fact that they should have blown out the Clippers in these last three games without Kawhi Leonard. And all three of them were very close games all the way down the stretch. I don't know if that's a mental lapse because uh, they had this game wrapped up, and once again, it went to a close game. I don't know if that's just getting comfortable, getting complacent, or if that's something to be concerned about. Well, uh, again, but when you're playing in the playoffs, you find a way, and you you get a win, right? It's the first team to 16 win. So all these games are going to be tough. On paper, you say superstars, you say Paul George, you say Kawhi Leonard, but you can't forget, Norm Powell is a really good pa- player. Terrence Mann. Plumlee comes off the bench and gives you a double-double with 20 points. Russell Westbrook, very capable. So these are really good players. And, you know, but, I, you know, that, that that's tough when you don't have your so-called two best players. They're not even available. But I, I want to say this about the Clippers. They came out and they battled tonight. They really mm-hmm. battled. Mm-hmm. They, they battled in the series. You know, the first two games – they got my attention. Kawhi Leonard had my attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? If he's playing like this on the road, okay, what's going to happen? I thought they they'd win like- even without Paul George if they had Kawhi Leonard. Yes, I mean, I, I, I was really concerned. You know, Kawhi Leonard is, you know, it's just, it's just unfortunate. But this team battled. I think they deserve a lot of credit. I think Coach Ty, uh, Tyron Lou needs credit because he had to mix up game plans, matchups, but he didn't use that as an excuse. Those guys came out and played. They played hard. They battled every step of the way. 
and they were competitive right to the end. Okay. They could have easily folded in the tent, said the season's over with, and we're out of here. Well, you know what? Those guys did the exact opposite. They took it right down to the wire. So that says a lot about them and this Mm -hmm. team. As you know, Mo, as our listeners know, you can have great game plans. You can do all of the things on the blackboard, but this is a league where you need talent. Okay. And you need elite talent. And no matter how hard you play and no matter what you do, you know, you need elite talent because everyone in this league is good. And the very best of the best more times than not, especially in the seven game series will prevail. And certainly that's what happened here in this series because Kevin Durant and Devin Booker were the best players on the floor. Easily. No doubt about that. Okay. I mean, Russell Westbrook did have some great games, but let me ask you this. This is our first second round matchup that's set in the playoffs this year. Um, Who is your prediction for the Nuggets versus the Suns and in how many games? Given that what we've seen, I know we had our predictions before the playoffs began. Based on what I've seen. Okay. I can tell you this. Based on what I've seen, I'm going to, I'm going to say the Suns based on what I've seen. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I think it's a good matchup for everyone. Tell me why their stars, Jokic. Yeah, I mean, there's there's good matchups. Jokic is a good matchup for DeAndre Ayton. When I say good matchup, look, Jokic clearly has the advantage. However, DeAndre Ayton's very capable of having a twenty point game. All yeah, right, Jokic may have thirty, but he, okay, I think Bismack is capable of making it tough for Jokic. Mm-hmm. Do I think he's going to stop Jokic? No. But do I think he's going to make it tough on the big fella? Yes. And both of and both of those players, talking about Bismack Biyombo and DeAndre Ayton, are athletic enough to keep the big fella active in transition. Yeah. Okay? So that's the first thing. Clearly, Jokic is the event. You say, okay, who's got the advantage at the five? You're going to say Jokic. However, you know, if, if the big fella DeAndre Ayton had a 30-point game, I I don't I wouldn't bat an eye on that. Let's talk about Kevin Durant. And you know, he's an advantage. Now, I think they're going to have they're going to I don't think Aaron Gordon's big enough to guard him. I don't Michael Porter Jr. you can't put on him. Yeah. Bruce Brown and all of the, those players you it's can't gonna put on It's going to be Uncle Jeff Green. <laughs> okay, Jeff Green. I, I, I don't. I don't think that's a good matchup for him. So I think that's an advantage. I think they're going to have to compromise their defense and either double him on catch, or, you know, make sure that they keep him under control. Because one on one, I think there's a clear advantage for him because of his size, speed. And his ability to, you know, I think he can, I think he is, I think he can dominate that position. Now, the guard position is of some concern. However, you know, Jamal Murray, um, I don't think he's going to play downhill. Meaning, I don't think he's going to push the tempo because they run the offense through Jokic. And I think they can guard him with enough able bodies or Koji and those guys so that Chris Paul doesn't have to guard him for the, the entire time as, as, you know, guard on guard. So I, I think the matchups, for, you know, are, are good for Phoenix. Devin Booker, Caldwell Pope, I think that's a good matchup, but Devin Booker is going to do what Devin Booker does. Chris Paul is going to do what Chris Paul does. I think they're going to exploit screen roles. So we're, I think now you have not one, not two, but you have three elite offense of players in screen role mm-hmm. elite chris paul, elite. Devin chris Booker, paul kevin durant. durant that 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 to me is going to that to me is the deciding factor of why i'm going to give the the edge even though they're on the road i'm going to give the edge to the phoenix suns because i mean i think they have the capability i'm not saying they got to execute it to just wear Jokic out whoever he's guarding they're just going to I mean, he's probably going to have to be in probably the best shape of his life because he's got to guard Kevin Durant coming off. He's got to guard Chris Paul coming off and he's got to guard Devin Booker. And those guys and two of those guys are capable of getting 40 every every game. And Chris Paul is capable of having a game or two. And I think that's going to be the the task that Denver is going to have to figure out. How are they going to defend those players and keep them under control? I think. Um, you know, with the pick and roll, 
Nikola Jokic having to guard that on every possession down is going to just slowly wear him down over the course yes. of the series. I think Michael Porter Jr. can't guard anything. I think, um, you know, Jamal Murray, as great as he is, the injury is always lingering. He picked up something on his ankle today where he went down. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about that. The only concern I have is for the depth, but I feel like in a seven-game series, you're just going to play your guys and you're going to find a way to get right. it done. It might not bode very well for the Western Conference Finals, but I think that they have enough in them to beat the Denver Nuggets. Um, right. I would say maybe five or six games. Um, I think Denver will definitely get one or two at home, but I think the Suns, just offensively, they just have so much power. With mm-hmm. Devin Booker's better than I expected him to be this season in the playoffs. So that, plus Kevin Durant being Kevin Durant, plus Chris Paul not having any pressure on him and being able to just pick his shots, that plus DeAndre Ayan, if they're going to throw, you know, if Jokic is going to, because he can't play drop against these guys. So if Jokic drops no, back, no. then Booker or Paul or Durant is going to hit jumpers. So he's going to have to play at the level and they're going to find Ayan in the short roll. And if bodies don't slide across quick enough, Aiton's going to get 20 a game, or he's going to find the open shooters in the corner, which gets easy looks for Tory Craig and Josh Kogi. I think the matchups just favor Phoenix. However, this, this is the most unpredictable play- playoffs ever. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. We saw yesterday yeah, in, in Miami. So, so we got to put that caveat in there. Let's look at tonight's games. The NBA schedule is trying to abuse me because we have four games in one night and we're going to have to watch like two or three of them might even overlap. And So let's start at the top. Knicks, Cavs, who are you rocking with? Mm. The Knicks going on the road to try and close this one out. I, in I, I, I'm just going to say what I said at the beginning and, and not look back. I'm not going to try to look too in depth. I don't understand it, but I just picked the Knicks. I, I just picked they the Knicks. They got that dog in them. Yeah, I just picked the Knicks. And I'm just gonna stick with it. And I, I, I don't, I don't know if I'm right. I don't know if I'm wrong. I just picked the Knicks. And um, I need Mobley yeah. and Allen to get aggressive. I need someone to cuss them out before the game or something. They've been way too passive for me. I need Donovan Mitchell to start playing defense. When he first got to Cleveland, everyone's like, "Oh, Donovan Mitchell can defend." Well, where's that gone? He's playing like he did in Utah. No defensive ability whatsoever. I need them to get active on the glass because they've been getting crushed by Mitchell Robertson and Isaiah Hardstein. So we're going to see. I wouldn't be surprised if the Knicks close this one out. And then we've got the Lakers just tipping off 30 minutes after that, the Lakers and the Grizzlies. I think this one in Memphis isn't going to make a difference. I think the Lakers handle business. What's your take? I'm going to say the Grizzlies because of the quick turnaround. I think this and, is a quick and the turnaround. Overtime, for, and the overtime. Yeah, yeah I just want to say, I think this is a quick turnaround for the Lake. Now, do I think the Lakers should have the advantage? They're up 3-1. Yeah, I do. But I'm going to say this. I think the younger legs will prevail. I think the younger legs will prevail in this one. And at home, they, they're they going to have some energy. This is this series is it's 3-1. But this series could easily be 2-2. Easily. Okay? Easily 2-2. And it could be 3-1 Memphis easily without the injuries and all of the things that have happened. And, and and let's not forget, they're playing. They're minus two guys that are very important to them. Yeah. Okay. The Clark kid, who is Steven one of the Adams. better, and Stephen Adams. So their offensive rebounding was so key to their offense throughout the last two or three years, and they're without their two yeah, best offensive uh, rebounders. Uh, yes. So now I I I think they 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 go home. I don't think they want to lose at home in front of their home fans. So I think. If the Lakers are going to close it out, just on my, you know, just just watching, observing, I think the Lakers' best chance to close them out is at crypto if mm. they're going to close it out. But trust me, if this thing gets back to if this thing gets back to L.A. in a seven, I'm going Grizzlies. Cool. That's a big if. Yeah, I, I'm going. That's a big if. That's a. I I don't feel good about this. You know how you. You know, Mo, you ever been in a fight and you don't have control of the fight? You're winning the fight, but you don't have control of it. I don't think this they have control of this series. They they're winning. They're up. But, but when Mo, you're in that when you're in that situation, crazy things can happen. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mo, like, desperate like, times call for desperate measures. Yeah, like the Grizzlies can come home and they could I can see the Grizzlies 
playing tomorrow and in front of their home crowd, they're going to go crazy and they win by 25 or 30. Okay. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're like, man, we got this. Mm. And you don't want to play with these young guys because, because let me tell you something, you know, these guys, Dylan Brooks and Denzel Bain. Oh, <laughs> Dylan Brooks. Mo, I, 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 Mo, I think they have short memories. I like, I like them. I don't know. I like those Dylan guys. Dylan Brooks is just I like those embarrassing guys. himself right now. Oh, but, oh, no. You know what, Mo? He's competing. I, I like that guy, man. I, I, I like him. It's just like, you know, people, it's like competition looks awkward. But you know what? That's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like insanity and the genius. They, they, you're like, huh? What? And from one point, yeah, it does look a little crazy. But you know what crazy looks like, Mo, to me? That's, that looks like confidence. I mean, that, that's, that, that guy that's, comes up. He shows it. Mo, that's how I live my life. Think but, uh, about this. But, but yeah, my yeah, thing Mo, is, about this. why has he gone silent all of a sudden? Keep talking. If that's you and you're crazy, why, why are you stop being crazy? You know, Mo, I, 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 I don't try. You know, it's like, you know, I don't know. Maybe I just saw so many of those type of guys. Like, try to make sense of Dennis Rodman. Make sense of it. Mm-hmm. Like, like, well, make sense of it. Like, okay, hey, coach, you got one guy who just won't talk after the game, and you got another guy said, "Hey, man, I need to go to Vegas. I need a, I need a vacation." Mm-hmm. Well, 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 <laughs> but he doesn't have the abilities of Dennis Rodman to get a pass like that. Hey, 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 Mo. Let me let me tell you something. You find out different things about yourself with the people you play with. There aren't too many standalone players in the league, meaning guys who can just go out and play with anybody. When you start playing with dominant players next to you, it's not like you're coming into the game and people are game planning for you. It's just like watching Devin Booker right now. As good as Devin Booker is, you can't put together a a defensive game plan and say, we're going to stop Booker because that's what Kevin Durant is looking for. Yeah. And that's why... Look, I'm not taking away anything from Devin Booker, but trust me when I tell you this. When you put together a game plan against the Phoenix Suns, the first thing you're saying is, hey, man, we got to put together a game plan that's going to stop this guy first. Kevin Durant. And Devin Booker hasn't seen a double team, and this is why he's thriving. He's not going to see one. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Okay? So, (laughs) now, Dennis Robin in San Antonio – Okay. <laughs> you know, he, he was good. He was good. But he wasn't a Dennis Robin that was playing next to Isaiah Thomas. And he wasn't the Dennis Robin that was playing next to Scotty and, the, and those guys. Yeah. Jordan and those guys. So, you know what? It is what it is. It is what it is. Okay. Well, then we have the Milwaukee Bucks trying to keep their season alive at home hey. against the Miami Heat. I need Giannis to uh, I need Giannis to prove why he's the best player in the world. Well, well, like when you look at this Bucks team, they're getting older. They don't have a lot of future flexibility, and they're the favorites to win it this year. And they find themselves in a three-one hole. Well, we we like the the rest of the media. Okay, I know we're part of the media. We like the rest of the media. You can't fall into this narrative. The guy misses three games. It has a triple double, and we say we need him to prove something. Mo, the guy has a triple double. Not, I don't need him to prove. No, 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 no. Let me clarify what I said. Yeah, he clarify, doesn't need please. to prove anything to anyone. But if he doesn't have a Giannis performance, I don't. The triple believe, double's not good enough. I don't believe in the rest of the team being able to help him win this game. Whoa, whoa, whoa. the guy had a triple. The guy had a triple double on the road and hasn't played in four games. Oh, a wise man tells me I don't care about the stats, Mo. I don't care about the numbers. Wait, we both know, we both know that the Giannis we saw, despite this, this is how great he is, despite the triple double in game four, is not the Giannis that we know. On the defensive end, he wasn't the Giannis that we know. Okay. That's my point. So so it's the same point as me. He needs to look like his old self if they want a chance of winning this game. That's that's what I think. And I I I I I will respectfully disagree with that. I would respectfully disagree with that. And here's what I would say. There was a reason he missed four games. There was a reason. Mm -hmm. Because if it's one thing I've come to understand about Giannis, 
is he's a tough kid. Oh yeah, no doubt. There's no okay. no doubt about that. So if he had to miss a playoff game, four of them, right? He, he gets hurt in game one, plays about 10, 11 minutes. So I'm just counting that as a game. Yeah. Because he didn't have a chance. To he didn't have an impact. impact. No. Yes. So whatever is going on with him, he's got to give me whatever he has. And I know he's going to do that. So even though he's not that Giannis that can just carry the 48 minutes, the guy comes back and is 85% and he gets a triple-double. Now, to another player, you're going, wow. Now mm-hmm. we're just like, well, we need Giannis to be – no, wait, no. Just give me what you got, big fella. Just give me what you got. Because I don't know if he'll ever be back. But something happened to him. Yeah. So, I mean, he had a couple plays out there where he looked like his legs or something weren't moving or something didn't look right to me. Yeah. Okay? Now – in spite of all of that, Mo, they had this game for three and a half quarters under control mm-hmm. on the road. And they looked like they were going to just cruise to, to tie the series up 2-2. And you and I would have been saying the series is over. Giannis is back. Triple, double, da, da, whatever we would have said. Now, yeah. they're in a fight. So, whatever adjustments they have to make to contain the outburst of Jimmy Buckets, okay, as, they, as you guys like to call him, mm-hmm. they're going to have to do something because I'm telling you what, Mo, I don't think the guy is capable of having another game in this series like that. And if he does, and if he does, Mo, salute to him. I mean, I because, don't think he'll Mo, get 56, but he can definitely control a game. Okay, Mo, the man had, I don't know what the record is here in Miami. That's one of the all-time as yep. far as scoring. I mean, both the guy got 56 in a playoff game. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yep. So now I don't know how many of those you have in your bag during the course of a series, but I don't suspect he's going to get 50 again. Maybe, but I don't suspect he's going to do it again in this series. Mm. So in, in saying all of that, I think the Bucks have a chance. I do. I, I, oh, yeah, I, I'm yeah, going yeah, to yeah. stick with the Bucks. I'm going to stick with the Bucks. I, I expect the Bucks to win this game. Um, I'm just saying, if Jimmy Butler does that, then they're in, they're in trouble. But let's get on to the most intriguing game in the night, because all those games are 3-1, right? And when it's 3-1, yes. the, the team in a deficit plays with a desperation that is difficult for the other teams to match. But 2-2, the Kings head back home to try and light the beam against the Warriors. The Kings won the first two, the Warriors won the second two. Now we've got a best of three on our hands, right? There's two games in Sacramento, one game in Golden State. It's all on the line. BJ's about to say to you guys, whoever wins this game will win the series because you have a one-up advantage in the best of three. But this is a pivotal game because the Warriors now have the momentum. They've won the last two games, one of which was without Draymond Green. And now they have to go up against an injured De'Aaron Fox who's going to play through his injury. He's got a broken finger. They're going to go on the road, but now they have a confidence. They've figured out we know how to beat you guys. And I think the Warriors can go on a road and get the win tomorrow night. Well, I don't think they know how to beat them. I don't think they know. I, when I say that, I don't, think, I don't the Warriors... think they know, but I think they think they know. Okay. I think they here's, think here, they here, think. Here, here, here's <laughs> what, here, here. The most difficult thing to do is to close out a series. Okay. That comes with experience. That comes with the, the, the most difficult thing to do is to close out a series. We can't forget this. This is the first time many of those players in Sacramento have been to the playoffs. Yep. Okay. Now, the beautiful thing about the playoffs is when you, if you start off at home, you get a false sense of security because you won that first game. Yeah. You really get a false sense of security when you win the second game at home. Now, Mo, I'm going to allow you to repeat my favorite saying when we talk about the playoffs. The series doesn't begin until a team wins on the road. Okay. Now we're talking. Now, 
the Warriors just reminded us of what you and I like to say before this series started. Now, game three comes out. Exactly what I expected happened in game three. Now, here's here, here, here what I expect. This is what I expected. How many times, Bo, have we seen a starter not play in a regular season game? And then the other team loses without that starter because the team plays differently and we yep. don't really know. They don't know how to plan for play. it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. See, Mo. I know that the Sacramento Kings, they have a defensive scheme versus Draymond Green and Kevon Looney and their starters. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, Jordan Poole is a starter, and that messed them up in game three. And Steve Kerr did something in game four, which I don't know how many coaches actually have the guts to do it. He takes Draymond Green out of the starting lineup and sticks with it. Now, Mo, and then Mo, here, and then this is when you know the guy's really, this is when you know your coach has guts. Draymond, we're going to start you the second half. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now, now, Mo, that's a lot to digest for a young team because, Mo, you got the emotions. You had all of the talk and the chit chatter about your up 2 0. Then you got to talk, what's going on? Draymond's out of the game. There's the expectations now. You should win that game. Mm-hmm. They don't win that game. By the way, Gary Payton didn't play. Mm-hmm. They still win the game and da-da-da, and then they come out in game four. Now, what I did like about what Sacramento did was they made a lot of adjustments, and they came out and gave a good effort in game four. So that means to me they – got a better feel for what's happening here. I think they go home and I think they win in game five. Do you think they start Draymond or Jordan Poole? The Warriors. They're on the road. They're going to start Draymond. Mm -hmm. They're going to start Draymond. Now, what I I do think is I don't think they're going to try to play the combination of Draymond and Looney. Looney. I think they're going to try to play that combination as least as they possibly can. Yeah. But they, they need, know they need they four know spaces they, yeah, on the floor. They need four players that can score. They can play with one guy, one player who's not a scorer, but I don't think they can play with two because of the pace of the game. Now, I expect Sacramento to play better and shoot better at home. I expect them to be a little bit more aggressive on the road. Yeah. The role the players were the shots are, that they were missing when they were playing in Golden State. The Warriors on the yeah, the Warriors on the other hand, they're battle tested. I think they are more equipped mentally and physically to win a game on the road at this stage. That's why I was so in tune with game three. Because when you got somebody on the ropes in a series, you got to knock them out. Mm -hmm. They let that one slip away. If they were to play like they played in game four or like they played in game three. But th- th- you could tell this team is they learn quick. They they came out with the right energy in game four. That was a really good game, very competitive. So I think they win a game five. I think the energy of their crowd, I think it's going to be a competitive game. The Warriors, all the Warriors want to do is to follow it. We want to hang around and give ourselves a chance. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think the Warriors are going to lose this game. Sacramento's going to have to win it. Okay. They're going to okay. They're going to, I think they're going to win it. I think they go back. I think they go back. To sick to game six, win at home, and then we have a game seven, and then we get now it's anybody's game. Mm-hmm. I, I, I if you ask me in this series, and that's to say, you know, here I think this is anybody's game. So your pick because before the, Warriors, the playoffs, your pick before the playoffs was Warriors in se- uh, Kings in seven, and mine was Warriors in six. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and, and this is anybody's game. So tonight I mean, we listen, find out. Yeah, we're gonna find out tonight. I mean, look, the war. I can tell you this. This is one thing I can tell you. The Warriors are not going to lose. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to beat them. Mm-hmm. They, they play like champions. You got to beat them. They're not going to fold. They're going to be down eight. That's okay. They'll be down 10. The game's not over. 
Steph Curry and his guys are not going to fold the tent. They're going to play this out, and there's and and they're going to make a run during the course of the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Sacramento's going to react. I know how the Warriors are going to react. They're going to call a timeout, get some Gatorade, and come back and figure it out. I don't know what Sacramento or any do. other type of drink that would be interested in sponsoring this show. Yes, yes, <laughs> Mo, that was very clever. <laughs> yeah, Gatorade ain't paying us no money. It could be Powerade. Yeah, yeah. It could be Mountain so, Dew. It could be Prime. It could, it could be, be anything. But I just think they are they they are champions. And when you if you want to be the champion, you got to beat the champion. This is a great learning opportunity. I thought Sacramento made strides in game four, but however, Mo, you and I are supposed to be in the building. We're supposed to be in Sacramento Man. tonight. Man. We're supposed to be in Sac watching the game tomorrow night. It would and, be a great benefit to my health right if there. I was in America. Um, and, and, yeah, uh, and, and speaking and, of health, and I want Mo to like my, the bean. My concern is De'Aaron Fox's hand. I don't know how he's going to shoot with I, it. I don't know how he's going to play with it. I also don't know. I also don't know. If a certain player on the Warriors may accidentally smack him on the hand a few times, accidentally, just to make it a little bit worse. I'm not saying that's something that they would do. I'm just saying. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me me, me tell you something. You know, Mo, until recently, guys start saying what's wrong with them. Mo, I... I don't think I ever played a year where I didn't have a broken finger. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The difference is you didn't tell anybody you had a broken finger. You just taped it up and you played. Mm-hmm. Now, that's that was then. Now, how is this going to affect him? Mo, all right, I'll get that fixed over the summer. I'll get it fixed. No problem. It's, it's no big deal. I liked his response, though. No, I'm playing. Yeah, of course. It was no, it was no like, well, we'll see. No, no. Everyone has something right now. Everyone has something. So if he doesn't shoot well, he just doesn't shoot well. But shoot the shot. Yeah. Don't see here's the thing. The Warriors don't have to shoot the Warriors don't have to shoot well to win the game. The Kings. No, the Warriors. You mean the Warriors? The Warriors, the Warriors are. They they are they they're they're champions. They can grind the game out. I don't know if the I don't know if the Sacramento can do that. So mm. what I'm saying is what I'm saying is this. Don't come into the game thinking I have to shoot well to win this game. Because let me tell you what's going to win this game: second chance shots, 50-50 balls, turnovers, limited your turnovers, okay, and second effort plays. That's what's going to win this game. And then, Mo, one of those players, again, is going to play well that we're not thinking about. Trey Lyle, <laughs> hey. step forward. Kevin Herter, yeah. wake up. Yeah. Malik Monk's yeah. going to be there. Maybe Davion Mitchell hits a bunch of threes that the Warriors leave him open for. Who Some knows? Somebody's got to step up. But I'm going to tell you, that's what's going to win the game. Now, would it be nice if they shot well? Yeah. Would it be nice if, if Clay Thompson had one of those games? Yeah. But I'm not counting on that. Don't let your shooting determine how well you play. So mm-hmm. De'Aaron Fox, he's too good of a clutch, clutch player to just say, the only way I can contribute to the game is scoring. Because that man there, Mo, he should be able to get to the basket. Mm-hmm. And I know he can make it. I mean, he's leading the Kings in assists with seven a game throughout the series. That's what I'm saying. So I, I'm not worried about that. And if they get stops, Mo, He'll 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 get his twenty five or thirty. I mean, he, but they got yeah, he's, he's averaging thirty one point five so far throughout the series. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, he he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Well, we'll be here tomorrow to break it down for all of you guys. So make sure you stay subscribed to the Hoop Genius Podcast. Make sure you lock in with us every morning as we bring you the best of the NBA playoffs. Share with a friend. Hey, Mo, let everyone know. Go ahead. You know what? You know what? I would like to to sponsor the show. Mm-hmm. Popcorn. I I I it, it's. Why? Why yeah, popcorn? Because, well, you know, it's, it, it it just goes with sports. I mean, when you go to a game, you got to have popcorn. Yeah, I, I get it. You got to have it. I get it. But at the same time, I've never seen popcorn companies do any commercials because they have the highest out of any product maybe in the world profit margin on popcorn. Oh, 
Well, you know what? The profit margins are called. Hey, 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 Mo. That's it. Hey, we, hey, Mo. we this, this, this should is it. sell popcorn. This We're going to call it the podcast bag. <laughs> hey, 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 Mo. You know what we're going to? You know what our slogan is going to be? Secure the bag. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, that's Stay it, Mo. Stay tuned. Hey, secure the bag and stay tuned. That's it. Say no more. It's just a little bag. Hey, that's it, bro. That's it. That's it. That's you know, it right there. That's well, it. That's our thing. Well, I want to get if the Kings win this series, I want to get a cowbell. I need to get a cowbell oh, if the Kings I'll win this series. I'll get you a cowbell. Yeah, you, you've been I, in I'll, my house. I'll get you a cowbell. You want I'll a cowbell? Go. I'll get you a cowbell. <laughs> Yeah, you I don't know where the hell you get cowboy. Hey, from, my name, my uh, my my neighbors have cowboy. I'll go get her, get a cowboy. They have extra ones <laughs> over there. I'll go. <laughs> I forget you living big over there. Is is yeah, big, uh, big, 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 my neighbors. Yeah, I, I get you a couple of power bills. You know what? I'll have your call bill first thing tomorrow morning. <laughs> hey, you know what? If the Kings win tomorrow, I'll I'll ring the call bill. If the Kings, that? if the Kings win tomorrow, I need to see you in Sacramento game seven. Lighten the beam. Uh, I, I, I know. You got to get That's, there. I, I probably yeah. won't be able to get there, but you got to get there at least. I know. I got. I got. I got to get there. It's. It, it. It'll be great. I'm telling you what. I, I'm really. In all. In all seriousness, this series has. This first round series, it's been great. I mean, this is what sports is all about. I mean, it's competitive. The coaches are, are great. The fan base is great. And I'm gonna tell you what, Mo. Like you're seeing some terrific basketball, and um, I, I'm really, I'm really, really happy with this series. So I'll, I'll be tuned in for sure for that Sacramento um, uh, Golden State Warriors game. Definitely. Make sure you share this podcast with a friend, anyone who's trying to get into basketball, anyone who is into basketball. Let them know that we do this every day. Don't miss a single episode. Most importantly, get buckets. <laughs>